0: I Level Time Radio produces a new show every Monday through Friday, each day with a different theme. On Fridays, we are entertained by the world's greatest comedy duo on the Abbott and Costello Show. This episode originally aired on April 19th, 1945, and here is Charm School. Hey Abbott, what time is it?
1: It's time for the Abbott and Costello Show. We're on the air here in Hollywood. Well, what are we waiting for? Let's go with the Abbott and Costello show! Show, produced and transcribed in Hollywood tonight, for your listening pleasure. Hold on to your chairs, folks, for here they are,
2: Bud Abbott and Lou Costello!
1: Hey, Costello, what are you so excited about? What's the matter with you? I don't know, Abbott. I'm all mixed up. In my room, I got a big picture of Lauren Bacall on the ceiling. Yes. And on my dresser, I got a picture of Rita Hayworth. On the walls, I got two pictures of Betty Grable. And under my pillow, I got a picture of Dorothy Lamar in a sarong. And I think I'm going nuts. Why? All night long, I keep dreaming of Gene Autry's horse. (laughs) Well, talk sense, Costello. (laughs) What were you doing in the courthouse this morning? Oh, I was there to see my uncle, Artie Stebbins, get his divorce. Was it an interesting divorce trial? Oh, sure. The judge said, Mr. Stebbins, I'm planning you divorce, and I'm going to give your wife $35 a week. And what did Artie say to that? He said, that's mighty nice of you, Judge. I'll try to slip her a buck every now and then myself.
2: <laughs>
1: now, Lou, that was ridiculous. Uh, what were the grounds for the divorce? Misrepresentation. She said that before they were married, Uncle Artie told her he was well off. Well, was he? He was, but he didn't know it then. Well, she must have had better grounds than that. Well, What else did she claim? Well, she wanted to get rid of him because he was always getting indifferent. Artie was getting indifferent? Yeah, he was getting indifferent girls' apartments every night. Oh, stop that nonsense, please. I'm glad I went to the trial, though, Abbott. I found out what causes 100% of the divorce cases. So you know what causes all the divorces. What? Marriage? Oh.
2: <laughs> you know,
1: you know nothing about marriage, Costello. Marriage is a great institution. Yeah, but who wants to live in an institution? <laughs> Costello, marriage oh. is wonderful. Yeah, marriage is like a three-ring circus. A three-ring circus? Yep. Engagement ring, marriage ring, and suffering. Oh. <laughs> uh, but how can you never mind? All right. How, can you... How can you talk like that, Costello? You've never been a husband. In fact, you don't even know what a husband is. Oh, yes, I do. Oh, all right. What is a husband? A husband is what's left of a sweetheart after the nerve has been killed. Oh. Costello, you're a dope. But you don't have to worry about marriage. Very few women would marry you, very few would be enough. Well, <laughs> But what happened to that girl you used to go with? Uh, Ruby uh, Pool Q. I thought you two were engaged. We was, Abbott. You were. But I broke it off. I told her to keep the ring. You mean you were willing to lose an expensive diamond engagement ring? That's right. What's a buck and a half to a man with a broken heart?
2: <laughs> Ruby
1: went ahead and she married Stinky Rappaport. Stinky Rappaport? Stinky Rappaport. I gave them a beautiful set of silver. Table silver? No, pocket silver. Four dimes and a quarter. Dog <laughs> dark sense, Costello. Why don't you try to meet some nice girl and go steady? Oh, Abbott, I met one last night in the movies, and I took her out. She was an usher. No, you mean she's an usherette. What? Usherette. Yes, yeah, she ate and she drank. <laughs> she ate like a horse. She had a nose bag with her. All oh, right, never mind. You know, we had a wonderful time, Abbott. Then I took her home and we sat in a parlor. Just the two of us. Oh, it must have been romantic. Romantic. We sat on the sofa and I read her a love story then suddenly she reached over and switched off the light. And what did you do? I turned it on again. Who can read in the dark? Oh, what a guy. You're in the parlor with a beautiful girl and you read a book. Why don't you take her to a dance? Oh, I'm all through with dancing. What do you I mean? mean? I took Cleopatra to a dance last night. Cleopatra. Last week. Cleopatra? Yep. You idiot. Cleopatra has been dead for 2,000 years. No wonder she couldn't lumber. No. Uh, can so backwards to something else. All right. All right. Look, Costello, why didn't you try to make a hit with that little girl my wife introduced to you? You, you know, know a, a uh... Sweetheart? Udisa, yeah, Sweetwater. Sweetwater? Sweet sweet yeah. I had to give her up, Abbott. Why? Her father didn't like me. Her father wanted you to marry her. I said he didn't like me.
2: <laughs> her
1: father said he'd pay half your expenses if you got married. Yeah, but who's going to pay the other half? Costello, you're always thinking about money. When I when I got married, I was just a struggling young actor. Sometimes I get lost. Yes. You don't know where you are. Well, I was still struggling. Thank you. I'm... And how you were struggling. I struggled. (laughs) I know you struggled. Struggled. But you didn't get away. Ah, No, (laughs) Costello. You're an imbecile. You lose all your girls. Look, what happened to your engagement to Tessie Tinfoil? It's broken. Did you break it? Nope. Did she break it? Nope. Then how did it get broken? Well, Tessie told me what her clothes cost, and I told her what my salary was. And when the engagement just sort of sagged (laughs) in the middle and busted by itself. (laughs) Costello. Both of us better get glass. (laughs) (laughs) Costello, how did you happen to meet uh, Tessie Tinfoil in the first place? Well... I went down to the bank and drew out my money, yes. There she was. Five minutes later, we were engaged. You asked the girl to marry you, and you only knew her five minutes? That's right. Abbott, you'd be amazed what you can do when you meet somebody if you don't waste time shaking hands. (laughs) 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 Costello, what became of Tessie Tinfoil? Oh, Tessie's an MP in the Navy. An MP in the Navy? What does she do? She keeps the wolves away from the waves. Costello, What? Why aren't you more like your brother, Pat? Now, there's a happily married man. Why, I heard Pat's wife say she couldn't wait to hear the patter of little feet around the house. Well, Abbott, your information, it won't be long now. You mean? Yep. Pat's taking up tap dancing. Oh. (laughs) You're hopeless. What's wrong with that? Now, wait a minute. You don't even know how to look at a girl. I don't. Hello? Yes. There is. That's awful. That guy ought to be ashamed of himself. Oh, that's terrible! Goodbye. Who was that? The police department. They're after a peeping tom who's been looking into the chorus girls' dressing rooms over Errol Carroll Stater from the roof of this building. Boy, I'd hate to be in that guy's shoes when those cops get through with him. Yep, I gotta go now, Abbott. See you later. Wait a minute, where are you going? I'm gonna sell my binoculars. Get him out of here! <laughs> Connie Haynes introduces a brand new song. We hope you will like Hubba, Hubba Hoy.
3: Every time the lights are low and you start to kiss me, oh, whoa, boy, a Hubba, Hubba, Hoy. Every time our fingers touch, I begin to shake so much. Boy, I huff, 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 huff When you get that sorry gaze My eyes begin to leave I go in a kind of daze And my heart starts to come like a bee. I can't make the whole thing out Even in my sleep Every time our fingers touch I begin to shake so much
2: Oh boy! I hover, hover,
3: hover, high. When you get that sorry gaze My eyes begin to look holding out even in my sleep i shout oh, oh boy oh, oh boy ha 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 ha
1: I've arranged a wonderful date for you. My wife fixed it up for you to take our girlfriend out, Emma Fiddlebuster. Emma Fiddlebuster? Not me, Abbott. I took that dame to a restaurant once, and on the way out, the manager searched me. Well, Costello, you have an honest face. Why did the manager search you? Well, he took one look at Emma Fiddlebuster, and he said, If you'll walk out of here with her, you're liable to walk out of here with anything. (laughs) Oh, how can you say that, Costello? Emma is a blonde, and you'd go out with any blonde. I would not. Name, Name one. No, Eddy. Oh. <laughs> right, Costello. Hey, here comes Emma now. Oh, uh, good evening, uh, Miss uh, Fiddlebuster. Hello,
3: Bud. <laughs>
1: I believe you know my partner, Lou Costello.
3: Why, oh, yes. It yes. seems to me I met you someplace before, Mr. Costello. Oh,
1: I don't think so. I never got to the zoo. <laughs> Get the kisser on this kid.
3: Oh, now no, I remember. You annoyed me one whole Evening. I never even looked at you. Well, isn't that annoying? <laughs> and if I remember correctly, you winked
1: at me with your good eye.
3: <laughs> That's one in the middle. Did, did I try to kiss you? No. Nope. Well, then it wasn't me. <laughs> Tell me, Costello, do I do something to you?
2: Yes.
1: When I look at you, I turn gray as a sheet. Costello, I think you mean white as a sheet. Abbott, you ain't seen our laundry lately. <laughs>
3: been told that I'm beautiful. Why, Lana Turner and I are sisters under the skin.
1: Well, crawl back under the skin and send out Lana, kid. Oh, let me out of here.
3: Goodbye.
1: Well, Costello, what do you think of Miss uh, Fiddlebuster? Well, what do you think? I'll tell you what I think. Abbott, if you want to get me a date, why don't you ask Connie Haynes to go out with me? She's wonderful. I love her voice. Connie has a grand voice. Do you like her range? Like her range? I like her whole kitchen. (laughs) Look, I'll get you a date with Connie Ains on one condition. You must promise not to kiss her, because if you kiss her, her mother will worry. Okay, Abbott, I won't kiss her. I'll let her kiss me. Let my mother worry. I mean, no wonder girls won't go out with you. Is that so? I know how to treat a girl, Abbott. First, I buy her flowers and candy. And then? Then I take her to a show, and then I take her to a cabaret. I spend seven or eight bucks. Then we walk along until we meet a sailor. And then what? Oh, I can always find my own way home.
2: No. <laughs> Well,
1: Costello, I'm going to arrange for you to take Connie Haynes to a nightclub. But first, I must be sure you will conduct yourself like a gentleman. Uh, Come with me. Where are we going? I'm going to put you through a complete course of social etiquette at the charm school. Come on, let's go. Well, here we are at the charm school.
2: What took us so long? Give us music, will you?
1: Ah, welcome, welcome to my school, gentlemen. I'm Professor Mellonhead. Gentlemen, I teach charm. Abbott, get me out of here. This guy couldn't charm a snake. Quiet, Costello. Young man, I'll have you know that I do teach charm. Why, with that head, you should be teaching billiards. (laughs) Hand me a cue, Abbott, and I'll run snooker with a stone. No, no, no. Take it easy, Costello. Professor Mellonhead is an expert at etiquette. I know he etiquette. The, you know what? I know he etiquette. You can see he etiquette. He's still got the tail on his upper lip. Now, right.
2: well, you
1: quiet, you obese buffoon. Hey, <laughs> Continue. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> My high forehead denotes intelligence, brain. My boy, that's where I shine. Well, why don't you take some of the shine off your head and put it on your shoes? <laughs> From behind your skull looks like an empty parking lot. Costello, will you behave yourself? Now, Tut Tut, let me handle him, Mr. Rabbit. I'll transform this boy into a perfect gentleman. Now, our first lesson here in charm is how to behave at home. Costello, what would you do when the butler enters the room? We ain't got no butler in my house. No butler? My dear boy, if you have no butler, how do you know when dinner is ready? When my mother takes the iron bars off the dining room door. Oh,
2: (laughs) And
1: then you eat. Not until she opens up the vault door to get you into the kitchen. And then you eat. Then we eat because I'm full of (laughs) bread. All right, never mind that. Now, we'll say that you're already in the dining room. Now, what do you do with the crumbs at the table? Crumbs? Certainly. Don't you have crumbs at your table? Oh, yeah, Abbott comes once a week. (laughs) Hey, you're welcome any time. You can come. Oh, never mind. We'll we'll skip the crumbs, Costello. Now, now let's say that you have on your plate a slice of roast beef with baby, some pickled beets, and a lovely portion of beans. Now, which fork do you use? I don't use no fork. No fork? No, I just slip my lower lip under the plate and bank the beans off the pickled beets. Oh. That's fine. Now. We'll suppose, Costello, we'll suppose that you're in a very swanky continental bistro. Now, you walk in... you read that again, please? Oh. (laughs) You're in a swanky continental bistro. Excuse me. Continue. (laughs) All right. (laughs) You, you... (laughs) You her up to the bar with savoir faire and distingue. Now, how do they ever get mixed up with those characters? No. That's the way you walk. Now, you order a liqueur. The waiter walks up and slips you a pousse café. <laughs> he wouldn't dare. He hasn't got the nerve. All right, now, suddenly at the next table behind you, you see a beautiful girl <clears throat> uh, my assistant here will help us out by playing the part of the beautiful girl uh, this is mademoiselle zing 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 all right all right quiet that's the only line the guy's got <laughs> i've got to have a bouncer now be quiet now, now, Costello, after the girl walks up in a very soigne manner, you approach Mademoiselle Zingzing, zing, and in perfect French, you say, pardonne moi Mademoiselle, voulez-vous promenade du boulevard, rue Mamad, Bois de boulogne Champlain-Lizé? I say that? Of course. And what does she say? She answers you in a lovely, melodious voice. Je vous aime, je vous aime, je vous adore. I'd like to meet you by the gas pipe. Pou-pou, parmi. Gee, that sounds swell. Petit mieux, pou-pou, petite parmi. What does that mean? Hit the road, chunk The big guy is
3: my husband. <laughs> now, just
1: a minute, melonhead. You've gone too far. What's the matter, Costello? Well, I mean, after all, Abbott, I didn't mind it when this melon guy forced me to walk into a stanky, confidence biscuit. I didn't say nothing when he pushed me onto that Savoy Perry in a distinct way. I never said a word when he had the way to shove a pushy cat's face in my hand. But when he makes me poo poo petite marquise between that lovely girl and her husband, he has not only imbued on my good name, but he has cast aspirations on
2: the San Francisco Conference. <laughs> Well,
1: what are we doing up here at this joint? Costello, I've made a date with Connie Haines to meet us here. And it's not a joint. It's, uh, it's the Ritz. A very high-class nightclub. Hey, Abbott, this place is a fake. They got a sign over there over the bar that says, Lady served here. Well? Well, I went over to the bar and ordered a lady, and they threw me out. Oh.
2: <laughs> Costello,
1: I've met a lot of morons in my time, but you're hitting shoulders above all. Abbott, you must have met a bunch of short morons. Oh, no, never mind that. Did you bring uh, plenty of money with you? Oh, yes, I did. I'm loaded, Abbott. Right here in my pocket, I got four bucks. All in singles. If I fold one over, it'll look like five. Now, you, you mean you mean to say that you left the house with $4? Yes. Yeah. Aren't you afraid to carry that kind of money around with you? Well, at first you get kind of a funny feeling. You imagine everybody is looking at you. But you get used to it, the big trick is not to try to look nervous. $4. Dollars. Come, on. Come on. Come on, squad. Let's go in and don't forget to tip the doorman. Uh, good evening, gentlemen. Allow me to open the door for you. Oh, thank you, Mac. Here's a dime tip for you. Costello, how can you stand there and face that doorman after giving him a dime? I'm waiting for my change. Oh! (laughs) Come on! All right, Costello, there's the head waiter. Now, if you want a good table close to the dance floor, you'll have to give him a big tip. Good evening, gentlemen. Would you like a table? Oh, yes, my good man. We're heavy spenders. Here's a nice tip for you. But this is a quarter. Didn't you make a mistake, sir? I guess I did. I thought it was a nickel. Give me that back. Here you are, five pennies. This is an insult. Why, the champion Tightwad of Hollywood gave me 50 cents. Oh, meet the new champion. <laughs> Mr. Headwaiter, could you give us a nice ringside table? Oh, sure. Follow me. Hey, Abbott, I'm getting tired. <laughs> Can't we sit down here and rest for a few minutes? Not at that table. It's
2: reserved.
1: (laughs) Hey, Abbott, look at that sign over there. Los Angeles City Limits. Here you are, gentlemen. Here's your table. On a clear day, you can see Catalina. (laughs) All right, Costello, you sit here, facing the dance floor. Okay, but I'm liable to catch cold with my back toward the ocean. Well, What was that? A Greyhound bus I wondered why they had a white line running down the middle of the table Would you two mugs like to order some food? The roast beef is delicious How much is it? It's four dollars a portion But it's lovely roast beef It will make your mouth water That's what we want Roast beef? No, water (laughs)
3: Hallelujah Hey
1: fellas Do you mind if I sit at your table? Just a minute, partner. Where are you from? I'm from Chicago. I'm from Chicago. I'm from Chicago. (laughs) Chicago? Toledo. (laughs) Well, why don't you take the train and go home? Well, I would, but my wife won't let me keep it in the house. (laughs) Aha! There you are, you cheapskate. Oh, yeah, you
3: can't talk to me like that.
1: Oh, no. I'll take care of you. Oh, no, no, no! Hey, waiter, what's the idea of throwing that poor guy out like that? What's the idea? Yeah. Why, his bill was $76, and all the cheapskate had was $75.40. Imagine! Imagine the nerve of him trying to get away with a thing like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he certainly got a lot of nerve trying to get away with
3: that. Hey, yeah, but how much is our bill?
1: Uh, I don't know. We, we haven't got it yet.
3: Oh, I beg your pardon, you locked Lou Costello. That's me. Here's a telegram for you. Thanks. Hey, messenger
1: girl. You forgot your motorcycle.
3: Oh, so I did. She writes that.
1: Telegram, look what it says. It's from Connie Hayes. What does she say? She says, dear Mr. Costello, just arrived here at the club. And I'm on my way to your table. Expect to be there within the next hour or two. Hey, Abbott, we got to stop Connie. We can't let her come in a place like this. It would cost her a fortune. Well, here you are, gentlemen. I thought maybe you'd like to pay your check. How much is the check, Abbott? $83. $83? dollars uh-huh. And I only got four bucks. And the other guy was only 60 cents short. <laughs> look what they did to him. But we gotta do something quick Costello, this is your party and, And you'll have to get out of it the best way you can I got an idea You offer to pay the check and I'll give you an argument Okay, I get you Come on Uh, Costello, I'll pay the check No, no, Abbott, I couldn't think of letting you pay the check But I insist on paying the check You are not going to pay this check, Abbott I'm going to pay it myself I wish you'd let me pay it Well, somebody better pay it Mr. Waiter, does it make any difference to you who pays the check? It don't make any difference to me I don't care who pays the check Okay, here, Waiter, pay it yourself Come on, Abbott, Uh, let's get out of here We
0: didn't make make it. it. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists
1: worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet... You can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near
0: you. You're listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. Welcome back. You know, I think my favorite part of this show is the bloopers. And there was a lot of bloopers in this one. and A lot of bloopers from Abbott. It's a great way to close out 2022. And I can't wait to get started with 2023. Comments and questions can be directed to our website at com or leave a voice message using the Anchor.fm app. If you'd like to help support this show, you can do so with a one-time donation or join our Patreon page at com. The Shadow returns on Monday and next week we'll have some more of the Abbott and Costello show. For com, this is Virtual Vinny signing off.